Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We're back. We made it. We're I, back after two weeks? Two weeks, three weeks? I can't remember. Wait, did we do did we did two in a row before this? Yeah, to our loyal listeners, we have stuck <laughs> to schedule yeah. one a week forever. Josh is always here, <laughs> just always in the here. office waiting to do podcasts. But yeah, we banked the last episodes, and then we did one from Comic-Con. Wow, so we haven't recorded one in like three weeks? Yeah. Ish. That's Think of all that's right. happened. I know. And the funniest thing, well, to me, about that was like when we did the first two, or however long ago that was, Yeah. the Raps hadn't even started the playoffs, and I was like, oh yeah, they're going to be, or they started, I guess, but I was like, they'll be this and that, and then as it's happening in real time, I was like, oh no, the podcast listeners <laughs> won't know what's happening with basketball. We really sports like report. Down. Yeah. Welcome to sports report. Oh man. Even when I and, and uh, I ended up introducing cinema, which we talked about before, but I oh, didn't know yeah. I was doing it at that time. And then the funny thing is, that's when game, I guess seven or six, I think was, and I couldn't go on to do my speech until it was over. And so then Anya was getting antsy, and it was like a few minutes. We were like started twelve minutes late, and she's like, "I, I don't care, but the people are going to be upset that they're waiting." And I was like, "They seem fine, but you should have just went in with your." Hologram. Tablet, hologram. <laughs> yeah. However these things work. Or you should have just clicked over the screen and been like, we're going to watch picture in picture. Yeah. <laughs> we should, yeah, we need like a Chromecast or something hooked up to the massive projector so I can just send my phone up there. It was cool. I heard one guy, though, literally only one guy, yeah. to be fair. But he was like, oh, uh, wraps up by two with a minute left. And I was like, that man cares. He cares. <laughs> and so luckily they did win. And I went on stage and I was like, I'm happy to announce the Toronto Raptors just won the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> and more people clapped than I expected. Yeah. But like eight. To yeah. Perhaps ten. I don't know. Or maybe one loud clapping guy, which was the guy at the back, I guess, who would. No, because most of the time. You know, we don't wish ill will to the Canadian sports teams. Yeah. But every year, Lee and I joke about as soon as the Senators or Leafs or Habs or whoever leave the playoffs, that's more people who are going to come here. (laughs) I thought about that. Yeah, because it's, you know, how many people of a certain age... If you're older than the Senators, you're a fan of probably another team that's in the playoffs. Yeah. So really, we want no sports ever. Pretty much, Because... Any distraction from us is bad. Man, that right? 67's run was killing us, I imagine. Probably. <laughs> yes. But, but that's even, over too, so. It's funny now, because the Raptors is in my brain because of you. Yeah. Where I'm like, you know, I want them to do well to make you happy. Yeah. With a gun to my head, could not name a player still. You could. I'm wearing a jersey right now. Oh, if you turned around, I could name a player? Well, you'd know the back. Huh? Leonard. Leonard Part oh, wait, 6. Is Looney a Remember? player? Remember? No. I'm turning it into movies now. <laughs> Leonard Part 6. Is Looney a player? Yes. And you only I know that because... Looney. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we were yeah. watching game one, and then Josh was like, wait a minute, Looney? <laughs> There's a guy named Looney? And I was like, also, he's Canadian. Which I questioned right after I said it. I was like, I- I'm pretty sure he's Canadian, but I'm going with it because it's too funny to... Well, that would seem like a rule. If there's a basketball player and there's one Canadian team and he's yeah. from Canada, you should have to be on that team. Seriously. And like, we only have one Canadian and he doesn't play. So it's like, we need Looney out there. And then Looney got hurt and he's out oh, for no, the playoffs oh, Looney. now. So we have no more Loonies, no more dollars. <laughs> I don't know. We got nothing. So yeah, anyways, the series is tied 1-1. Who yep. knows where we'll be in a week's in a week. time. In a week, will it be over? Uh, no. Maybe. <laughs> you will, over soon? Honestly, you might think that, but most of the time it's two days in between games. Right. So now the final, it could go to like June 17th oh my or God. something insane. If it goes to like seven games yeah, or whatever. Which, I mean, hopefully it will if it means we win, but hopefully we win the next three and then it's just over. That'll yeah, be, that'd yeah. be great. So. I'm just glad that the Lakers aren't in the playoffs because I don't want it to interfere with Space Jam 2. Yes. Which, from what I understand, is... 
bizarrely actually a thing now. Uh, and the Laker fans are just annoying as it is. I was literally, I mean, I wouldn't say arguing with one today, but one, he made a comment that was like, oh, the reps, they're basically American. They don't even have a Canadian on the team. And I was like, wow, I can't let that go. And so I just wiki, like, copy-pasted. The, there's this guy, Chris Boucher, who was born in the Caribbean, but at five months old moved to Montreal. Right. So he's the only Canadian player we have. You know, he's, he's still young. He's not playing in the playoffs because he's a young guy. But anyway, I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, here's this guy. And then he went on like a 25-tweet rant at me that was like, well, whatever. He doesn't even play. You're an idiot. Oh, whatever. And he's like, the hole without a W, whole point was blank. And I was like, well, the only hole is in your head, sir. Go Kobe. <laughs> Anyways, I was just having fun. Well, so. we all know that never interact with strangers Well, I didn't know he was a Laker fan at the time, so I would, probably wouldn't have had I not. But he was quite into the fact that he didn't like being shown he was wrong so anyone doing that it comes down to they have the time to do that yeah and why does he have the time because his team's <laughs> yes, exactly and who is in the finals the toronto raptors and i always get mad kind of on the same chain of thought just today again i'm just stop giving these people press but somebody tweeted marvel fans and they mm. said that marvel fans or comic book fans have a petition to something. It was something <laughs> Iron Man. Bring it's Iron never, Man back or something. Oh, yeah. Not that he's gone or anything. But I'm like, so one crazy person starts a petition and gets, you know, 500 signatures or 1,000 because it's easy because it's yeah. the internet. But that's not the blanket statement of fans, you no. know? It, it goes back to the Last Jedi stuff. Star Wars fans furious. I'm like, no, it's my favorite Star Wars movie. Oof. So Or the solo stuff, even. Yeah, like. so it's, it's, you can't, you can never get too worked up. It happened with us a little while ago where... When all the minimum wage stuff was happening and, you know, there was some, anything like that is some controversy, somebody saying you should do it, somebody saying it'll ruin everything, mm-hmm. whatever. But us at the Mayfair, us bosses at the Mayfair, we're really laid back and just want everyone happy. Yeah. And we're never like, sorry, Andrew, we <laughs> went up to minimum wage now, so yeah. gotta let you go. And he's like, but I've been here the longest. We're like, sorry, Andrew. <laughs> we're, we're going alphabetically. Yeah. We're going by height. Yeah, yeah. A for Andrew. He's gone. He's like, damn it. That's how it goes. Yeah, we made a list of all the ways that it works out that it's Andrew that's penalized. That's why Warwick is still give us, here. Give us, a, yes. give us a reason why you should keep your job without using the words, uh, without <laughs> using the letters uh, Z, A and B. And, work but when that happened, a bunch of businesses got in trouble. I remember Tim Hortons, who were making $3 billion Man. a year, whatever, and they're like, well, we're going to have to cut back on breaks. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? So Can't we see any other way around it. We followed all the rules, as we always do, and whatever. But somebody randomly went on, and it's easy to get scared because you just get tagged, and you're like, they're talking about us. <laughs> and somebody went on, and but it wasn't CBC News, and it wasn't Globe and Mail, or yeah. whatever. And just tagged the Bytown and us in a negative tone of voice. You tell it wasn't happy. <laughs> it wasn't, but it was negative. It was like, I wonder how Bytown and Mayfair treat their people. Do they treat them like Cineplex? Because I guess maybe what? Cineplex got in trouble for saying something dumb. I don't know. That's such a weird. And there's an it. initial panic of, oh, we got to do something. Yeah. But then I just kind of went, okay, let's just let this sit for a minute. If it gets four hundred thousand replies, mm. we will respond. If it goes away because it's an angry person in their basement, yeah. we don't have to reply because we're following all the rules. Yeah. You know, everything's fine. We're also happy. And so. it went away. Yeah. So, <laughs> but there is that thing on the internet is you hear celebrities all the time saying their movie can be number one and, you know, they got money in the bank and they're happy and yeah. whatever. 
and they read one negative thing online and they're like, oh, my career's a sham. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's like one person in Idaho yeah. saying they don't like your movie. Yeah, and it never, it never ends. I was just reading yesterday that I guess Dave Batista, after he left WWE, was penniless and basically had to borrow money from a friend just to get by, like before acting took off. And uh, clearly is doing well now. now. Fine. Yes. Yeah, but it's just so funny to see that. And so many, there was still so many comments of people being like, Lies. He's doing very well. He was in the Marvel movies. He yeah. was, and you're like, yeah, okay, this isn't. Did you just see part before. of a headline? Like, and you hear stories like that all the time. Of you kind of forget. You assume celebrity is fame and fortune. Yeah. Everyone's a millionaire. It's yes. like no, everyone no, but yeah. us is a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. who was? It? I was listening to a comedian's a comedian on a podcast. He was actually speaking of. He was one of the Reavers in. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, weird. And he was on the Sarah Silverman show, and I totally forget his name, but he's a really cool comedian. But I was listening to his him on a podcast, and he said he looked at his bank account a while back and was like, oh my God, I gotta work. Yeah. Because it was post-Sarah Silverman show and pre-Guardians, and he hadn't done stand-up in a while just because oh, he was like tired or whatever. Is it Brian Posehn? No, who's Brian Posehn's friend? God, we're getting close. Okay, Brian Posehn's Because he was husband. on Sarah Silverman, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Brian Posehn's husband on Sarah Silverman's show. Oh, so that fellow. Okay. But, you know, you look at him and, and, you know, somebody would go, oh, but you're on this show and yeah. you're in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I recognize you. And you're, yeah, but, but he's like, yeah, but you get paid this amount for six weeks of work. Yeah. And then it could be three months until you work again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rent and everything is really expensive yeah. in L.A. And that's not in syndication, I don't like, Exactly, There's yeah. 100 episodes of that show. Yeah, so, so he gets, like, a check for 750 every <laughs> three months or yeah. something. Yeah. God, that that I find so funny. I've seen ones where they're like one cent royalty checks yeah. for people, and sometimes they're from people who are they're doing well enough that that's just they can laugh it off. But I just find that it's almost like isn't the check more expensive than that one cent? You do like all this. Did you deduct that from the check and the mailing thing? You know, like I got a tax return thing like that once that they sent me a check and or they sent me a notice that I owed forty five cents, <laughs> and, and I was like. Could you just tag this on to the next one? Yeah, like, yeah. I think we're going to be okay if I just pay this later. Oh but I said you sent me a letter for a dollar. Yeah, and- or like, because they're probably going to send you a something, like a trillion benefit or something in the future. You're like, just take off that 45 cents. Wait, I just looked at the internet. Okay. Steve Agee. Okay. He's He was I Brian Posehn's husband on the show. Yeah, I'm not but, good with names, except Brian Posehn, apparently. I'm sorry, Steve. I like you. I didn't mean to forget your name. We remembered everyone but him. <laughs> everyone but him. But still. But but you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. not, we're not trying to play to your point. I was noticing... Is it Steve Agee or Steve Aggie? I think it's Agee. Is Agee? it Aggie? Ooh. Aggie? Oh, now we got to So we don't even know how to pronounce his name even when we know the name? Yeah. That's not good. Terrifying sound. It was a scary ghost sound. I wonder if they could hear that. <laughs> I was going to go on a rant about it's seemingly the last 20 times I've been at the Mayfair for a movie, I've had to yell at somebody for turning their phone off. Oof. And you yelled at them for turning their phone off? No, wait, sorry. <laughs> I yelled That's at even them funnier. to make their phone You send texts about how great we are right now. Do it. <laughs> I'm so flustered, I can't even speak correctly. <laughs> so angry. Gwen and I were watching Shadow, which has subtitles, so you want to pay attention. Mm. We're in the balcony. And so it's not somebody disturbing everybody, but there was people behind him. And a guy on a couch to my left had his phone on. Oh, no, that's the couch I like. He was, He's ruining my seat. And, you know, I give him one. Because, like, oh, maybe, oh, my phone buzzed. Oh, I forgot to turn it off or whatever. For sure, been there. But then I look over again, and he's clearly just kind of browsing. Yeah. So he's browsing during a movie that has subtitles, so he's, like, super not paying attention. He's, yeah, checked out. And his phone is at about, I don't know, 800% brightness. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, one of those, like, airport spotlights. 
So I go it's like over. The bat signal. And I'm, I'm getting grumpier and grumpier. Like, I don't go over politely. Just over, in general. Yeah. And also yeah, yeah. this time. <laughs> and I just go, like, we don't allow phones on. Turn off your phone. It's really rude. And he, every time I've done this, every time, they get super Canadian. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. You know, and that's what he did. But then I turned around, and there was a guy, on, and he had his phone on. Oh, man. And I just went, I did something like going, come on. Yes. <laughs> And I just went to him and said, and then they're like, turn your, shh, yeah. Like, no, I'm trying, ah, oh, God. And then he was running up and down the aisles, turn your phone off, dude. It'd be amazing if he waited till you got up, the yeah. other guy, and he's like, oh, now's my chance. And he's like on yeah. his phone. Oh, my God. Once it was someone playing solitaire. So, you know, that's like, there's double not paying attention. Yeah. So I was and like, he was losing. So you're like, God, you're not even good at solitaire. I, just, I didn't even tell him to turn off his phone. I just went over his shoulder and taunted him. Oh, that would have been a lot better. But I was like, do we have to put up a thing i hate that we have to put up a thing like you know like a hey everybody turn off your phone don't really be a jerk that. like it shouldn't be that hard don't like, be a what, what oh, what's the <laughs> stupid don't, don't be a have? tommy text <laughs> yeah oh god i forgot about those we'll just take that and put a mayfair stamp over it yeah that's uh, i mean we can probably get someone we know some like genre type people we can probably get someone to record a thingy for us yeah like or, like, like, they're, like they're, everyone's all one comes out like i remember hunt for the right. wilder people had one and I think the Ethan Hawke movies there, the uh, Before Sunrise, Before oh, Sunset, yeah. they did one. That's weird. Yeah. That's not what I would expect. No, they did I think it's because they're from Austin and this all, oh, you yeah. know, the whole like Alamo Drafthouse yeah, yeah. stuff. And like Alamo Drafthouse, those people would have been tossed. Mm-hmm. Alamo Drafthouse is like, we throw you out. Yeah. So I wouldn't have even, <laughs> I would have just gone up with like one of those old timey hooks or something. It's just a poster that says, we throw you out <laughs> with a crossed arm dude on it. You're like, yeah. man. Yeah, that's uh, a shame. I even I'm pretty good now at like I put my phone on mute and I have it on the lowest possible brightness so yeah. that because inevitably you know I will check at least once like oh I thought I heard a rumbling you know whatever it happens. Yeah, but you gotta like, check your stocks. And yeah, too. I'm like oh see how yeah, that's good. Not, you just turn it off. How are the raps doing? Oh yeah, they don't play for two more days. But anyway, it's good <laughs> that I checked. So, but yeah, I think I mean I think considering we do okay with that, like it's yeah. not too prevalent, but it's still like Lee always on. says he knows I'm watching a movie because I don't reply. <laughs> he goes, if I haven't heard from Josh in two hours, it's because he's on an airplane or at yeah. a movie. But yeah, I just oh, so I get so frustrated, especially when it's grownups. Like when it's like a twelve year old, you're like ah, you're a kid. Yeah. But it's like grownups playing solitaire and checking their Facebook profile yeah. during a movie. It's like oh, it's, it's just... it wasn't that group of kids that you had to <laughs> chastise the father about whatever, oh, yeah. you, like Spider Verse or whatever it was. How dare you? How dare you watch? <laughs> so you good. Not pay attention. Oh, they'll be quiet. They'll be quiet. It's like now they're on the screen. <laughs> like what's how do you even get up? That there? was the worst thing. <laughs> I'm assuming he's not listening, but it was like a dad with. I don't know, like eight kids. It seemed like more than it was. And just, you know, you go up once and say, oh, can you please be quiet? I know it's kids, whatever. Yeah. And then the kids are actually running up and down the aisles, full-blown talking. Yeah. Just, just, and and he was probably not having a good day. Yeah. But... You're missing the plot. And you have to go and just be like, you gotta leave. Yeah. You can't be quiet. Like, and we had a pretty good house, you know? It was like a hundred people in there. And it, you know what it was? It wasn't a kids' movie per se. It was that Apollo movie, the documentary. Oh, oh, what happened? Kids going crazy. Just they, they were, were sort of upset that it wasn't Apollo thirteen. They felt misled. So I they don't know. All they no, that was made up. But the rest, they, they were. It just was just it was like a kids. dad with like eight kids, and they were just the worst kids ever. <laughs> so I had to keep on going up and saying, "Please be quiet." And then it just kept evolving and evolving. And then the kids split up and were sitting front row and kind of like dancing in the aisles in the front row. <laughs> and I, I'm like, and I'm going to him just. Sir, this is worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, now they're up there. Yeah, it was amazing. And then the one kid came out in the first five minutes, and I was in the box office, and he was like, 
I don't like loud noises and like, <laughs> the blast off's gonna be really loud and I, I was like I really like the way you said that but <laughs> it, but then the blast off didn't happen for like an hour I think because they were just setting up the movie <laughs> I'm not another boring space <laughs> launch yeah, yeah, seriously <laughs> and then the father comes out and he's like what's up and he's like the blast off's gonna be loud and I was like okay I kind of like this kid like yeah. he seems like the good one but the rest of them not so much and the other kids were like in there like hanging off the rafters and yeah just oh, I was... forgot that Mr. Josh was in there as well trying to enjoy a movie yeah that was ready to just go up and turn off the movie and be like was, I'm well, not turning this back on until you leave that might even have been the same day that we couldn't uh, that the internet was weird and then we accidentally played Apollo that might have been yeah, like, exactly. man what a wild uh, couple of days we had crazy time. the Josh and Eric show that time jeez I guess when I worked 80 hours because everyone was sick and yeah. working and schooling and you were just banking hours like crazy yeah I just worked like every day then you gave Andrew food poisoning so you get his hours <laughs> yeah. like, that was, <laughs> I said we wouldn't say but uh, good material Let's chat about because I got some stuff that's cool. Please don't really have cool. Movies. Keep listening, guys. But promise, there's good. At least we got the Toronto Raptors stuff out of the way, so yeah. we won't talk about sports. For I the joke, we joked about that. Lee and I always, when we're talking about the Mayfair, is like, oh, we only show good movies. You don't, you just show up. You're yeah, fine. That's like, and it's not even an exaggeration. And even if it's a bad movie, it's one that's still worth like seeing. Usually, if it's a bad movie, it's something that like one of us kind of requested, <laughs> like yeah. quote unquote <laughs> bad. You know, where you'll be like, oh, I really want to see that, or I'll be like, Hey, Lee, maybe you should get this. You know, and I'm like, All right. I was surprised. We're off topic again. That you <laughs> haven't seen Bringing Out the Dead. No, no, no I've seen it, but like I didn't, I didn't care for it. But I mean, I it's saw Nicolas Cage. It. Well, true, but this was in 1999, <laughs> before my Cage phase. Whoa. Um, and not Cage Face, Cage Face. Cage face. My Cage Face is like because that's great. when he was still doing that movie was art house for him because at the time oh, yeah. he was all like action superstar for sure because I think that was ninety nine yeah 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 and that so that was two years after the Rock or uh, no two years after Con Air for sure yeah. and like yeah. around Rock like three after the Rock so yeah like it was kind of a weird non actiony but then again I mean the Rock was his follow up to Leaving Las Vegas so. That's already a weird one. And punch. right around when he was playing Superman. Yeah. Uh, that was a good time. Would have been great. But yeah, no, I, I've, I've been wondering, like, I was like, maybe I should rewatch it. Because I'm just like, I was 17, I guess, jeez, mm -hmm. uh, when I watched that. And so I was just like, it was not what, I don't know what I expected. But I'm like, oh yeah, John Goodman, Nicolas Cage, you know, <laughs> Martin Scorsese, you know. Or you're, Martin Scorchez, as I thought like, it was You're like, not pronounced. a single person took their face off in that movie. Oof, yeah. Oh man. Is that the same year as Face Off? What year was Face Off? Face Off was 97. 97, nice. Way after. He said that so, like, yeah, I believe you. <laughs> he's, he's the authority on dates of movies that I can't quite remember. So, but yeah, no, Bring It the Dead. I did like that on the last podcast that all of you guys stood by Bring It the Dead. Yeah, I thought that coincidentally, was yeah. That was a great podcast. And you, the Kundun reference that was so obscure <laughs> that Lee was like, like what? what? <laughs> it's like, I felt bad for you in that one second. I was like, man, I hope they don't leave him hanging in that Kundun thing. That was good. I'm glad that works. Now we know that works, so... When we do Comic Cons again, we can do that. That was cool. Yeah. I do love Jaws 2, though. People left Ian hanging on that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jaws 2 is good. I like Jaws 2. Good flick. Just don't watch it after the first Jaws. Yeah, yeah. I like Jaws. Jaws. Or have a couple of beers maybe first before you watch the second one, and then you're like, this is a pretty good movie. <laughs> Anyway, watch it after <laughs> Jaws three or Jaws the Revenge. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, that's what? the so machete cut. Jaws. You watch one and then four, then three, yeah. then two. Like, when do you watch Deep Blue Sea? Oh man, constantly. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only answer to that one. Okay, June seventh through thirteenth. So close to having a Friday the thirteenth, but no. Oh, I, I saw that and I was like, oh man, is the twelfth? Oh, no. <laughs> so close. So we have Girls of the Sun Ottawa premiere. It was a Cannes Film Fest Palme d'Or nominee Ooh. and it's about Kurdish female soldiers looks really cool true story 
Biggest Little Farm, which has been making money hand over fist on the indie circuit. Oh, sweet. So I think this is like, as we always joke about, like we're a, a grindhouse cinema <laughs> with an old lady soul. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a documentary made by the main character in the documentary, just about running a farm outside oh. of Los Angeles. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was a documentary. Yeah, and I think it's one of those movies made by a filmmaker who doesn't know how to make movies, so hmm. he kind of recorded everything and then kind oh, of producers wow. and editors made it into a movie. Interesting. That kind of reminds me of an American movie a little bit. Like, I don't know, he, he was kind of a... like I mean, he might have thought he knew how to make movies, yeah. but anyway. And then we have another Ottawa premiere, Changeland, which is oh, yeah. from... Writer-director Seth Green, which is funny because Eric brought it up to me unknowingly because <laughs> the poster is horrible. Yeah, it's not a good poster. But it's... if you look at the poster that's on our website, it's a nice normal-looking poster of two people kind of backlit standing yeah. on a waterfall or something like that. And I've, I had a regular tell me that. He was like, well, the other poster looked normal. Like, I guess the one on our slideshow or whatever, you yeah. used the good poster. And they were yes, like, yes. yeah, it looked normal or whatever and I was like the one that we got it's not that it's a bad poster it's just that it's a good poster for a 2000s movie early 2000s it's a perfect poster to show the example of the filmmakers making their ad campaign because mm-hmm. I think that first poster was Seth Rogen's company making it Seth Green or Seth Green yes close one both and great both, both great we love all the Seths <laughs> I uh, know, Seth MacFarlane, I know, maybe not. Well, you know. But then the second poster is the studio making it. Yeah. And it's a Photoshopped mess. <laughs> and that's so interesting because you see how, why not just leave it alone? But from the studio point of view, they're like, no, we got to put faces on it. The funniest thing about that is that same regular, he looked at the bad poster and he was like, well, you know, they did do a good job of making the other guy look like his father. And, like, he didn't realize they're supposed to be friends. Like, uh-huh. he thought that other guy, who's not Seth Green, yeah. uh, Breck and Meyer, Breck and Meyer. Yeah, he not thought Seth he Green. was the father. Because he was like, they did a good job. Like, he does look like his dad. And I felt too awkward to be like, it's, uh, I think they're supposed to be they're friends. They're friends, yeah. So I just let that go. But I was like, wow, that poster really let people down. But I'm glad we got it, because I heard Seth on a couple podcasts lamenting that the way people watch movies nowadays is mostly on video on demand and such. Yeah. And that's how this movie's being released. Like, we have it on its actual release day. Nice. But it's one of those films, kind of the Sonnenberg method that he kicked into motion years ago of it's everywhere on day one. Yeah. So you can order the Blu-ray on Amazon, you could get it on iTunes, or you can come see it at the Mayfair. Nice. Which and, you should. Which you should. <laughs> those options. I think that's neat, though. I like that. And on another podcast I just listened to, he was on Comedy Bang Bang. Okay. He said it's only being released in 10 cinemas in the States. So I didn't hear back from him, but I tweeted him and I said, Seth, good news. You're in Canada too. So as far as I know from that podcast, this might be the Canadian premiere, not just the Ottawa premiere. Like, are we the only Canadian cinema that has it? I think so. Yeah. I got to look it up again, but I think we might be the Canadian premiere because I heard about it on a podcast, asked Lee if we could get it. We could. And I was like, I think it might draw a crowd because it's not because of the celebrity of Seth Green, but it's kind of a interesting looking indie film yeah and Macaulay Culkin's in yeah, it I was gonna say which happens like Haley's Comet yeah like the every... cult of Culk has gotta come out and support this movie cause I think the last big screen thing he did was Saved that was a while ago cause yeah. I was thinking yeah. Party Monster but yeah it's Saved oh, yeah. Oh, Party Monster was before that, for sure like yeah. what is that that was like 2004 yeah it's been a long time since he's done stuff so yeah and cause he doesn't it's not his job like he's retired essentially yeah. so yeah but yeah, so that has Macaulay Culkin in it. So yeah, do we have it for a full seven days, which is neat too. We don't usually have that kind of full, like, bam, we have it mm-hmm. for a week. So lots of chances to see it. Fun. Then we kick off our Ida Lupino at 100 Film Festival. Oh boy. With 1949's Not Wanted. These look so cool. Yeah, yeah. We have an ad 
screening for it that you could check out on our website. And it's actually for the fest. It's for all three films. Oh, sweet. And it's just black and white, soap opera, pulpy, drive-in kind of movies. Yeah. They're not highbrow cinema. Like, yeah. they're, they look like drive-in type movies, which is my favorite. Exactly. And that they're directed by a woman in the 40s and that they're that genre. And the first one, it's it's... You know, the tagline is offensive, well, you know, but it's... it's you're going to read it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a picture that plunges heart deep into the story of one girl's mistake. Mm. And her mistake is getting pregnant out yeah. of wedlock, I Kind of suspected it might be something yeah. like that. Oh, it looks so good. Man, I, love, I love the posters. Good double with Teenage Mother on that one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what Andrew's going to be watching when he gets home afterwards. Fred yeah. Willard's in that movie. You know is that? he really? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. But it's like his... Remo Williams himself? Hey. Who's that Fremont Willard? Isn't no. he Fremont? Fred Willard? Isn't that him? No, that's Fred Ward. <laughs> oh, damn it. All right, well, let's scratch that last one. Pretty close. Fred W. is in Fred both Fred Willard movies. is in all those Yikes. funny improv movies. He, he's in uh, Road Trip, isn't he? Or no, wait, that's, uh, that that's, Fred, st- Ward. that's Fred Ward again. Never mind. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, so I'm, he's best in show, though. Yes, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Okay. Christopher Guest movie. Both great guys. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm a, wow, that is... That is bad. Okay, well, it's been a while since I had one of those. <laughs> you don't know anybody. God, I love both. Both great. Okay, and Brightburn, which is the new film produced by James Gunn. Man, I thought you'd have more of an intro than that. I feel like you should be super stoked for this one. Brightburn's really neat. It's Well, besides for being nepotism at its best, because it's written <laughs> yeah. and produced by his cousins and brothers, I think. <laughs> so funny. How'd they get this made? Yeah. <laughs> Look at all these guns on this it's movie. so weird. But it's neat because it's a... What was the budget? It's like a $6 million yeah, movie. At, at, and, like, I think it might even be five. And you look at that trailer, and I always think this every time I hear about a movie that has a certain lower, or especially low budget, mm-hmm. of why are they all spending so much money? Man. Because even kind of bigger films in the last six months or so, like I think Venom and Shazam were both $80 million. Yeah. And they look fine. You yeah, know? for sure. And then movies like Get Out and Brightburn are $5 million. Yeah. It's so funny because I make fun of... Zack Snyder film so much but this is a kind of Zack Snyder-esque thing except it goes full blown because right. a lot of people said Man of Steel would have been a fine movie if it wasn't about Superman mm-hmm. and so this is about an evil Superman basically yeah and not even you don't even gotta like think too hard about it I think your, it's, your I think two it's word tagline for the whole movie basically evil Superman evil Superman yeah <laughs> and I think it's like an alien kid in a spaceship crashes in Kansas and Ma and Pa find him but he grows up evil yeah and it's full blown our rate, like it's 18A in Canada, wow. which is a rarity. Very rare. Not the 14A that most horror movies are. No. So that means it's going to have, if you're a horror fan, it's, I think, a real sci-fi horror film. Mm-hmm. And made money, which is good too, because when your movie has $5 million, you yeah. make $45 million, you're like, wow, that's great, you know? Yeah. And so many movies are $100 million and make $45 million. And he was like, spend less money. It's weird. And it's, it's neat to see, like, original... Because, I mean, you know, I say original movies, yeah. original horror. And, and, you know, sure, Evil Superman, you know, how original is that? But yeah. even still, like, we haven't really had a restricted, big, you know, release type movie like that. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, you know, there's been Sin City or Kick-Ass, but yeah. they're still kind of right in the film noir and superhero genres. Mm-hmm. Brightburn's not based on anything. It's not, no. It looks like it should be, but yeah, it's an original screenplay, just kind of making use of that mythology. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think those guys have worked in comics before. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of them? I don't know. I could be totally off base on that one, but yeah, I know it's... uh, Like, did James Gunn has done comic work? I don't think he has. I mean, he's done so much comic-y stuff, right? Because he directed 
Super. Yeah. And then he did Slither, which is kind of very kind of EC horror yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Super fun. Then of course Guardians. Yeah. Uh, and he's gonna do Suicide Squad. So, but Jeez, so it's just he's just firmly in comics, but he's never yeah. actually done comics. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I don't think huh. he's ever. I think he's like he started in the Lloyd Kaufman camp. Yeah, true. And kind of just went from there. So. Which is sort of funny because like Brightburn is kind of a big budget trauma ish. Oh yeah. Sort of. Did you hear that they're making? A big budget Toxic Avenger? I did. That's I, weird. I, and <laughs> I don't even know how to... Feel, like, I, I feel like you can't be mad at that, because it's not like the original... I mean, no offense to Lloyd Kaufman, who will come here and He's beat me up in a few weeks, probably. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, it's not like you couldn't improve on that idea with more of a scope, more of a budget. You know, like, it's, I'm sure yeah. even he would think that. It'd be weird to see how they handle it, because with stuff like that, I think is handled best when it's taken seriously, almost. Yeah. You know? If you look at Darkman or something, it was campy, but it wasn't goofy. Yeah, you need a little bit of both, maybe. But also, you don't want to see it go, like, dark and gritty Zack Snyder. No. Well, so, I mean, I always do, but for audiences, yeah. <laughs> probably shouldn't. It's sort of funny. I just, for the first time uh, two nights ago, watched Swamp Thing, Wes Craven. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I'd never yeah. seen it before. Kind of a fun movie. It, yeah, like, I'd heard so-so stuff, and I'd seen parts of it, but I just never sat down and watched it. One thing I didn't think about was that it came out in 82 and Adrian Barbeau was in that and Creepshow same year both comic yeah. adaptations and both oh, used wow. kind of the loose Swamp Thing not as much but some of the cutaways were like total comic panel things and so the poster kind of cool is beautiful it. and the, the, the suit is good yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just it like it was fine like it was I don't know it didn't I just it's one of those movies where it was over and I was like okay like, like not. That's a weird franchise. There's all these 80s franchises like Police Academy and Robocop and Rambo yeah. that were R-rated movies and then had lesser rated sequels like yeah. PG-14 or whatever. Yeah. And then had Saturday morning cartoons and toys. And a live action series for Swamp Thing, which apparently is good. I haven't watched the series, but there was three oh, the, seasons. And okay. It was like 90s, I think. Oh, I didn't know it lasted that long. And then there's a new one coming out yeah, like now. Just, yeah, episode one has come out. I think episode two comes out today, I think, actually. But we don't watch TV. TV doesn't no, exist. Boo, TV. No TV. Yeah, I thought that was sort of weird because I'd never seen any of them but it was like yeah apparently the Swamp Thing TV show is actually good and uh, Shout Factory put out a complete series Blu-ray of it oh my god did you see that Shout Factory put out a gay pride Babadook <laughs> I did which is hilarious oh my god that's what, what does Babadook have to do with gay pride great question thanks <laughs> for asking well apparently it was inadvertently listed on a Netflix like you know you, you liked blank so whatever or maybe it's because maybe there's the director like, no it's purely it's, this it was Netflix an, mistake. Yeah, it was an accident. So it was like, oh. you know, uh, like a gay pride or movies with blank, you know, and it was inadvertently listed under that along with, I have no examples, but... And they've embraced it and now there's gay Babadook t-shirts yeah. and buttons and he's in the pride parade. Yeah. And you could watch it and go like, was the Babadook gay? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It didn't come up. He's like, like, I didn't see you rewatching the movie. I'm like, I, am I missing something? But it's so great that they've embraced it and that it continues to confuse people. I was terrified um, to click the comments, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, so first of all, yeah, Shout Factory already gets people when they re-release stuff with, oh, it's she's got a new hat, you know? It's like yeah. basically <laughs> that, like new slipcover. Oh, it's yeah. a new case. And people already give them grief. And then that along, you know, some people are great about the LGBT community and stuff. Other people are not. 
And so, like, and when you have something yeah. like that, you could, I was like, oh, God, I'm not reading the comments. But people seem to be, people get it. You know, the people who understand the point of that are like, oh, okay, that's funny. Because you don't have to buy stuff. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, and if you're opposed to gay Babadook, you're a bad person. <laughs> it's I just think. funny. Like, I, clearly, I, like, I'm not going to buy that, you know, <laughs> just because I'm not going to buy the Babadook anyway. But yeah. I, that is a funny tie-in. I, it's hilarious. Know. So, yeah. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap things up for this week. You can find us at mayfairtheater.ca on the internets. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go visit our friends at House of Target across the street. They're always doing cool stuff. They're doing an 80s night this Friday that I can't go to because I'm working. Uh-huh. And it's going to be all like Cindy Lauper songs mm. and stuff. Maybe I should go to make you feel worse. Yeah. And then I'll do, I'll play Dig Dug. All make night you long. feel even worse and never get close to your <laughs> lowest score, let alone your highest score. And be sure to retweet us and like <laughs> us and Say nice things on iTunes about us and tell your friends. And Well, iTunes is still a thing. you got to get on there and oh, God, say yeah. nice things. Weird. <laughs> That's a whole other kettle of fish. <laughs> we'll see you back soon for more cool movies at the Mayfair. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I can't wait for that swamp thing with the gay pride slipcover. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a thing. Government agents. Scientists. Soldiers, master criminals, secret formulas, monsters and midgets. None of them belong in this swamp. Only one thing does. The Swamp Bear. Uh-huh. You're kind of trouble. The Swamp Thing. There goes the neighborhood. Adrienne Barbeau and The Swamp Thing, an outrageous pair in the incredible adventure that grows on you or all over you. The Adventures of the Swamp Thing. The comic book legend lives.